I have the perfect Christmas gift for our rock fans out there. How about Brian Johnson's book that's out right now, The Lives of Brian, and he joins us, the icon. Brian Johnson. Hello, Brian. Wow. Hello, Brian. How are you? Doing great. Good, good. Thank you very much for coming on. We're so excited. Now, I got to ask, I want to begin with this, all right? Yeah. Back. That's my pleasure, my son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back when you were a kid, right? Or maybe you were an early teenager, who was the one actor, the one band that you. That made you want to be an entertainer for a living. Was that like the Beatles or? Oh, no, it was before that. I remember I was watching BBC, which only, only had one channel in England, you know. And I'd just come from the dentist or something. So I was off school and there was two hours of television in the afternoon. And that was it. And it would go off again till the news at 6.30. And anyway, they usually put these interlude movies on. Well, a, a, say a pot I'm making a, a vase or something. It was always <laughs> horrible. And then this one day, this plummy voice said, and now from America, we have a young man who's bringing out a new pop single. And he goes by the name of a Little Richard. And the wow. screen turned, and here was this beautiful-looking black man, hair quiffed back, sparkling jacket, little pin tie, teeth and moustache. Everything was perfect, and he just went, and I just went, what? <laughs> I'd never seen anything like it in my life. I just It just blew me away. And, and of course... We didn't have a record player. I mean, even if we did, we didn't have enough money to buy a record. You know, we yeah. were the project. You know, and there was three boys and a girl. And my dad was worked in the steelworks. You know, um, and everybody else was miners, coal miners. So, you know, things like that were out of reach. And it, and it drove us nuts. And uh, so, you know, I think the next day I was walking home from school and I heard it coming out of this window and I did something I never thought I'd done. I went to the door and knocked on the door and this lady came and she said what do you want I said could you play that record again please <laughs> oh you cheeky little bugger she said go under the window so she opened the window and put it on again and she came back to the door and she started doing the hand jive and she taught me the hand jive and we were just rocking along, and uh, it was just, it was a memory. And her name was Annette, and I don't know where she is, or, you know. Yeah. 19 or 18, but to me, she was an old woman. You know, I was 10 or something. But that changed my life completely. Tootie fruity! Did you ever, oh, Brian, then that being said then, and you've probably met everybody under the sun in your career because you're one of the biggest rock stars ever, have you ever met, did you get to meet Little Richard? How was that like? No. No, sadly, I never got to meet him. You know, I have met just about everybody, but he was one that I missed. And uh, I would have loved to have met him. I mean, it would have been f- fulfilling for me. Yeah. You know? 
But yeah, that, that, that's what changed my life, you know. And, uh, you know, after that, of course, the other bands came along, the animals, you know, in Newcastle, they were they were like gods to us because nobody from Newcastle had really been famous before. We were the furthest north you could get. In fact, sometimes it's not even on the map of England. <laughs> well, hey, Brian, that being said, you know, you mentioned meeting everybody. Have you ever been in awe of someone, someone you met and you were like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm meeting the queen, uh, a prince or someone like that? Uh, yes, that has happened. And it was Paul McCartney. Uh, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say to him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for the first time, I was absolutely tongue-tied, and and then Ringo Starr walked in beside him, and and, and it was Paul that spoke to me because he heard me talking to somebody, and he said, "Hello, Judy." You know, because they call us Geordies with the accent. And I went, uh, 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 hello, Paul, Sir Paul, Your Honor, Your Majesty. I didn't know what <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just came across like I was breaking a friend's teeth in. I couldn't speak. Um, so it was hard. And then we became friends, you know, which is even harder to describe. You know, if you're in a hotel and somebody like McCartney says, do you fancy a spot of lunch, kid? And he goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Johnson's yes, with us. The I book, will be there. The Lives of Brian. Hey, Brian, I want to go back. You, uh, your first album with the band, Back in Black, and it's one of the best. I mean, I got it we on We play it every for, day. Oh, we play it every so, day it's here. It's just yep. one of the treasures in the world. So you're, you're in this band and you're recording this album and you're new, even though you knew Bond, but you're, you're trying to gel with these guys. You're trying to cut this album, which becomes iconic. Talk about the process, man. You're trying to fit in. Did you know it was going to be this good? Well, no, we didn't. You know, it was very precarious. You've got to understand, you know, like all of a sudden, I've just known these guys for two and a half weeks. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're, on an, uh, we're on an aeroplane going to the Bahamas. I didn't even know where it was. We get off the plane, it's 94 degrees. You know, there's, there's, you had to walk down the steps and across the tarmac. Yeah. I've got a, a, a denim bomber jacket on, long jeans. I've got two pairs of underpants in me bag, two T-shirts, and a shaving kit, and that's it. Nothing else. And we were driven to the uh, recording studio, Compass Point, and I was put in this small shack. We had these little, honestly, which had a single bed in, a hand basin, and a little seat, and a small desk. I was given a cassette player, and Malcolm, and then he gave us a legal pad, and he said, you can't write lyrics, can you? And I went, what? I said, well, I'll give it a shot. This is the, it's all in the book. You'll get yeah. okay. And he said, right, okay, then. He said, we're going to go up and do the first song, the first track. And he came back uh, that late that afternoon with a cassette, and I popped it in. And it was, he said, it's cold. Shook me all night long. And I went, shook me all night long. I said, that's a long title, isn't it? And he said, he said, well, see what you can do with it. And, of course, with me love of motor cars and stuff, the first thing that jumped into me head was she was a fast machine. She kept the motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I ever seen. 
and uh, and the strangest thing happened. Before I knew where I was, I was at the end of the page, and I'd finished. I don't know why, but I just looked up at the ceiling and just went, thanks, mate. And I'm not that way, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. But it just, it, it, I, I had a kind of tingle down my spine. And then the month long, I said, have you got some lyrics? And I said, sure. He said, well, bring them up and have a sing of them. And he looked and he said, ooh, there's too many lyrics there. I said, well, I'll just sing it. I didn't have a clue. And uh, I, the melody just came naturally. You know, words well, of affairs, machines, kept the motor clean. It, well, that, that just came natural. And uh, we finished it, and the Malinang and the boys came up, and they the heard it, and they just lifted their eyebrows, and, uh, and they just went, that'll do. Yeah, they must have felt like they hit the lottery with you because given the tragedy of Bond's passing and then you audition, here you are two and a half weeks later and you deliver them back in black. Wow, what a story. Well, the thing is, as well, you have to remember, you know, the boys had lost their best friend, you know, that singer, that inspiration, you know, and, and Angus and Malcolm and Phil and Cliff had been with them forever and... You know, here was new people coming in to sing for them. How heartbreaking is that? You know, it's just uh, every person that came in the door to audition before me, I didn't meet them, but it was another reminder that Bond wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it must have been, you know, okay then. But something happened when I walked in and sang with them that the smiles were coming back that confidence, the you know the feel good factor, you know, and it was all just, and I was just getting swept along with me. I mean, I didn't know what the hell was happening because we didn't have the money to stay there very long. So it, you know, the, <laughs> we were strict instructions. We, we, we want a song a day. We <laughs> had to work uh, quick. <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and I, when I finished, as soon as we were finished, we were sent home. So I was finished, and I got, to, and I never heard the album for a month. Oh wow! Putting it and and you know and all of that. So and, and I, I was terrified when I got the first copy you know, to put it on. I was going, you cannot because I never remembered a thing that I did because it was so quick. You know, it was shook me all night long. Next one, Hell's Bells. Right, get that one written. Which Hell's Bells was just a weather report. I was sitting there feeling tongue-tied, you know, my brain had gone, and and then there was this rolling, I'd never seen a tropical storm in my life, there was this rolling thunder on the ocean, I was going, what hell is that, it's like a naval battle, then this rain came down, you know, we don't get tropical rain <laughs> in the north of England, and then the wind picked up, and I mean, the Palm trees were bending over. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Yeah, this is because we're right on the ocean, and 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 I wrote that down. It's rolling hey, hey, Brian, we we know you got to go, but what's your most valuable, your favorite car? Because we know you're such a racing guy and into it. What's your and where is it? Uh, it's right uh, right here. It's a 1929 four and a half liter Bentley. Nice, and that's your baby. That's me, baby. I've got lots of other ones. I've got a new Ford GT, which is yeah. uh, you know, 
there's, there's not many of them knocking around, but I got that one, and I'm proud of that. Well, good well, luck career, with the book, The Lives yeah. of Brian. We're going to recommend everybody go out and get that for the rock fan in their life. Thank you, Brian Johnson. Oh, I can't talk. That's going to be Norwegian. Shit. Yes, it is. I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually from uh, Ireland. My family's from Ireland. An Irish Norwegian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Okay, everybody, lads.